0: I'd like to acknowledge that this podcast episode was recorded on the traditional unceded territory of the Musqueam, Tsleil-Waututh, and Squamish First Nations. I think oh, yeah. it's pretty good. All right, just say anything. <coughs> Welcome to the Initiative podcast where we explore diversity and culture in beautiful British Columbia. Today's special guest is Miles, who will be talking to us about cosplay.
1: Uh, hi, I'm Miles, um, I use they, them pronouns, and I've been cosplaying for about four years now. Awesome, that's really cool, and, um, I
0: also wanted to mention that, um, I just realized that I've never actually said my pronouns on the show before, and I think that's something that I kind of get away with, because I usually just let people assume my pronouns, so, um, my pronouns are she, her, so, yeah, we're off to a great start now. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's something that we should totally normalize. Mm-hmm. And so, Miles, I'm curious to know, what is cosplay to
1: you? Um, It's, like, a lot of it is a hobby, like, you know, doing art and, um, like, you know, video gaming and that stuff. It's, yeah, it's, it's ma- mainly a hobby, but also, I guess, it helps de-stress me a lot because then i don't really have to focus on school while cosplaying
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah um and yeah i've also met a ton of friends through cosplaying so it's actually it's it's quite fun
0: mm-hmm. oh so you get like a sort of a sense of community from
1: cosplay um i mean yeah i would like to say that um i'm not going to lie uh the cosplay community sometimes is really like competitive because Mm -hmm. you know some people um you know like want to be more canon to the character than others or people don't think that like cosplayers are canon to the characters um so sometimes the cosplay community can be really intense but it's mostly really enjoyable and fun especially when you get to you know cosplay a character that, that you enjoy a lot yeah, that's
0: great. Like, getting to see everybody's different take on characters. Like, yeah. that's something cool to see for sure. And how did you get into cosplay? Um, I
1: think I was first exposed to it while I was watching um those, like, YouTube videos. Like, YouTube uh, cosplay convention videos that, that would be, like, highlighting people's cosplays. And oh, I think yeah. I just came across it on my YouTube. And I was like, that looks really cool. Um, and... I mean, cosplaying was always a thing because it's, you know, for Halloween, it's like more people like describe it as dressing up Mm -hmm. as a character. But, you know, obviously the main term is cosplaying. So that's kind of how I mostly got into it.
0: Oh, yeah, that's really great that you um, just discovered it like that and then you made it your passion. And I think that's really cool. I was talking to another one of our guests and they also discovered their interests through social media so I think that's a really good asset for people to use nowadays to discover new things what is your favorite part of cosplay because you were talking about all the different aspects and I want to know what the specific um part of cosplay that you think is your favorite part
1: I genuinely want to say it's you know uh making Or creating like friendships and relationships because um especially like in conventions um it's really easy to like um see like a really cool cosplayer and go oh your cosplay is amazing and then you can suddenly become friends for like four years uh which a ton of my cosplay friends is how I met them like that Mm -hmm. um and which is super cool and also um uh in conventions you know with cosplaying you can also you know maybe get the chance to meet the actual like voice actors that play the characters which is also super cool
0: oh yeah have you met anybody who's a voice actor like that um, has voiced any I of met your favorite Justin characters
1: briner who is the voice actor of azuku specifically from BNAJ. um oh there's a lot of other ones um that i can't think of right now (laughs) um but yeah he's very popular um among the voice acting like english voice acting community um and yeah he like came to vancouver like just before covid hit Mm -hmm. actually that's
0: so cool that you get to meet people like that
1: yeah it's super rad um it's really amazing and also you know you can also get photos with them which is pretty cool
0: Mm -hmm. yeah for sure and so talking about um the community and sense of community that you get from cosplay and just being able to express yourself through cosplay i wanted to know if do you think that cosplay has helped you sort of discover yourself as a person
1: um i feel like it really did um because you know not a cosplay doesn't always have to be dealing with makeup but also you know if you want to explore that it also helps you you know uh have experiences with makeup and I found out that um doing masculine makeup is a lot more comfortable for me than doing feminine makeup um and also you know just cosplaying around as your favorite character um getting to you know not sort of um like per se be them but you know like act as you know what you know another character that you really enjoy and you know it brings a lot of people comfort in that sense
0: Mm -hmm. yeah I think that's great that you're able to use cosplay as sort of a way to sort of just express and use as an outlet and people can dress up and or not necessarily disguise themselves but also like transform themselves by um mm-hmm. just creating different ways of showing their art forms and that's really cool and do you think that cosplay has also helped you sort of find your identity
1: at all hmm. I'm not really sure because I guess I've kind of always known that I wasn't particularly cis because it was just like a term that was like oh that seems really foreign to me but you know it's, Society's like, let's put you in a box. And I was mm-hmm. like, no. <laughs> so um, growing up, it was um, really hard, especially as, you know, being like Asian, like non-binary doesn't really exist or the terms transgender at all doesn't really exist that much in the Asian community. So uh, exploring that through cosplaying too, like, you know, pretending like you know cosplaying another character um it really helped me find my comfortability with like who I am um and who I want to be yeah
0: like sort of just not conforming to anything and sort of expressing that through cosplay yeah yeah that's that's really great I'm glad that that has helped you in that way and you've found a way that you can express yourself in a creative way And that's really great. Last thing that I wanted to touch upon is pre-COVID. I know that you attended quite a few conventions. And I wanted to know which one was your favorite that took place in Vancouver.
1: Um, There's a bunch uh, that happens in Vancouver around the area. Mm -hmm. But I think, um, the well, at least the biggest one that I've gone to was Fan Expo. Oh, Um, yeah. Which is quite a big convention. Um, But also, Anime Revolution also happens in the same building, except uh, Anime Revolution happens during the summer, and Fan Expo happens, I want to say, around February, usually. It Mm -hmm. used to happen during October or August, I believe. Um, But it'd always be on the weekend, so we wouldn't skip school or anything. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think Fan Expo was probably the convention that I had the best experience with Um, because I went to Anime Revolution, but I only went to the winter one, which they set up the convention in a really small building. And I want to say there were at least like 500 people or more or less um, in the building. And it couldn't fit like a lot of people were outside standing in line in the cold because it was like about February. Yeah. Uh where it gets really cold here. Um, which was not a really good experience because, you know, with cosplaying some people don't you know, wear wear some people clothes. don't wear that many layers. Like yeah. some people are wearing like dresses or like just, you know, wore one layer and it was like pretty cold outside. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't a super fun experience. But um you know, Fan Expo is really nice and they have really cool staff there. Um, they also do really important prop checks because they don't allow you to have like sharp weapons at all huh. in the convention center. and uh, they also don't let you have like loose weapons as in like arrows, even if it was like a fake prop. Mm-hmm. If it's sharp enough, they won't let you to have they won't let you have it in, but you can pick it back up after you leave the convention. So fan Expo has been quite fun.
0: Wow, that's really interesting that they have that kind of security. Um, what did you dress up as at Fan Expo?
1: Um, the the last one that I went to? Yeah. Um, I went all three days. Uh, I think it was Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Or it was Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. One of them was a pro day. And I dressed up on the first day. I dressed up as Hollis from The Adventure Zone. It's a and d podcast oh cool um the second day I dressed up as uh fantasy Izuku Midoriya from Boku no Hero Academia um that was super fun and uh the third day I dressed up as Tamaki Yamajiki also from Boku no Hero Academia
0: oh cool that's a lot of interesting names that I've not heard of but I think I'll definitely research them at some point or you can just show me what the characters look like at yeah, some point sure. I'll send you I'll send you images don't worry thank you and actually I was curious to know what is your favorite thing to cosplay as
1: Ooh, um like particularly genre or show or film um I assume is like, what, what is
0: the most fun to you
1: to do Ooh, um hmm um well recently particularly I have been cosplaying a bunch of uh characters from another D&D podcast which is really ironic um it they're called Dimension 20 um the dungeon master is Brendan Lee Mulligan he's really good love um ah he's so good as a DM um but I cosplay a lot of characters from that because they have concept art Mm-hmm. Um so it's a lot easier to um
0: Visualize. cosplay
1: the characters cuz then you already know mm-hmm. what you um you know have or you can just go get. Yeah. Um but also on the other side it's quite fun not knowing what the characters look like or like you know having the description but not having a reference photo to see what the character looks like so you can kind of use your imagination to create or um I'm trying to think of the word um
0: which word are you trying to like
1: or I was thinking of like using your own style of what you think the character would look like yeah which is really cool because for um the adventure zone like a lot of people um for some characters you don't know particularly specifically what they look like Mm -hmm. so a bunch of people you know would put a lot of random sex accessories that (laughs) um you know would be just a little touch that would make the cosplay really cool.
0: Yeah. So it's like up to your own interpretation. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, that's really interesting. Like not being able to know what the characters look like and just going for what you visualize in your own head. And I think that really shows everybody's creativity and individuality and how they decide to dress up as in that cosplay. So that's really cool. And I just wanted to say thank you so much, Miles, for indulging us in the wonderful, wonderful world of cosplay. Like, it's been really cool listening to you talk about um, your cosplay journey and what you like to cosplay as. And I think it's really cool. And I think it's something that people don't pay attention to enough. And I think it's a really cool art form that is very unique.
1: Yeah, of course. It was an honor to be on the podcast. <laughs> it was super fun. Um, especially the questions were really well written. I was like, oh, I like read them. And I was like, ooh, okay, we're getting into it. Yeah. All right. This has
0: been an episode of the Initiative Podcast. And stay tuned for more. We'll see you next time.